Up next, Jax. I don't quite know who this girl is. Can you tell me who she is? Um, she's more of like the athletic kind of punky school girl, more of a tomboy. Okay. Um, kind of like, gonna play croquet, but I'd rather just be actually hitting you with this. Okay. Very Heather's moment. I would have been funny if you brought a little of that energy to it. But the outfit itself, you did a good job sewing it. I want to give you credit for doing this pleated skirt, this jacket that you made. I think it's a little big. It's all... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I would have added some shoulder pads and I would have sort of elongated certain areas. Up next, Selena Estides. I think you know what's wrong with it. Yeah. It's just too much. You know, so you're sort of getting lost in it. I love the idea, but everything is not fitting. From the bustier to the shirt to the skirt, I think you get an A for innovation. What I probably would have done was go with something more simple, like let that be the thing, so we could have seen the performance, the drama. Mary, episode five of season 15 is bringing us an episode with probably the best lip sync of the season so far and the most outrageous bottom critiques. I I definitely had the Leah Remini moment. I definitely looked at Marco and I was like, are we watching the same show? What do you mean, Selena's? What's Selena? No notes. No notes, Selena. That's my notes. <laughs> Jack's in the bottom? That made no sense to me at all. I mean, I, I got, like, I feel like in the past weeks, I, I've sort of gotten this... I don't know, been reading this kind of androgynous vibe to Jax's drag that I've just been seeing is like, put on more makeup. But this week, I really kind of was like, no, it works. Yeah. Oh, it totally works. Jax in the bottom is insane to me. Also, because, spoiler alert, while many Marys might think that Janelle Monet is getting the BSA this week, for me, Jax is getting BSA for hitting herself with the mallet similar to spice as Miley Cyrus hitting herself with a hammer. Mary. I did not know Jax was so goofy. So goofy. I did not realize that we had so many goofy queens. Really quite goofy. Oh my God. It was such a brilliant little callback. And I just think that little performance alone, I'm like, okay, nuance. And you get to be safe. For for just the smallest reason. The biggest reason she is safe is because she actually constructed a garment and it looked good and it was a reference. Ross Matthews, I don't know who this girl is, is wild to me. I, I yeah, I was like, look in the mirror. Who, who are you? Who are you to not, who are you to not get this reference? I mean, I think it was, uh, I think one of her Marys sent us the clip of Amethyst talking about Ross's feedback to her at the Roscoe's viewing party. And like, it really feels like the Roscoe's viewing party is the true untucked at this point. Because oh, like, I love that. She was just like, yeah. And then Ross gives me this, this feed, like, cause I think the clip starts and she's saying that somebody else, maybe Michelle or Janelle gave like actual feedback. And then Ross, it was like, yeah, Ross just kept doing that thing of like, you know that thing where, you know, you come out of the shower and you have basically like you have a towel dress on and you think you look fierce, but you're really just soaking wet. That's kind of what you were. And Amethyst was like, what am I supposed to fucking do with that? Ugh. And I just I I love that, like, at least one of the queens we got to hear calling out Ross's critiques as being um, 
wrong, as they say. Wrong. I mean, Amethyst in the bottom makes sense for me. Okay. I I mean. That it, being said. That yeah. being said, right. Is there a world where Amethyst was in the bottom and didn't go to the bottom too? Maybe. Maybe. Put a pin in that, Mickey. But it's insane to me that Selena Thiddies and Amethyst, not Amethyst, sorry, Jax, were in the bottom because they went above and beyond and created like pieces as opposed to, and here we go, unpopular opinions incoming. Aura and Spice, who literally created half-sewn miniskirts that look sloppy. It's like the judges were like, oh, the less fabric, the better. The more skin, the better. The simpler, the better. I'm just shocked because I think it's actually, if you show more effort and you're trying to create a fantasy, isn't that what we're trying to get out of a quote-unquote unconventional materials challenge, which by the way, this was not an unconventional materials challenge in my opinion. None of this judging made sense to me. Yeah, so I, I Detox was on the pit stop this week and I think she talked about that of like, well, it's not really unconventional materials because it's essentially all still fabric. And like Ugh. anyone who's seen Project Runway knows that when you go to the dog, the pet yes. store or you go to the, the Grimaldi's or whatever, you don't just get the shower curtains and the dog beds. That's you know? right. You're not supposed to. No, you're supposed to get the things that aren't just fabric. And you're supposed so to get the little the the the, the little uh, petals and then glue them to the muslin like Chloe Dow in and season somehow two. somehow still be just safe. I had misremembered. Wild. Wild. She didn't Violence. win that challenge. Yeah. <laughs> Violence, violence. Um, yeah, no, what you're supposed to do is go to the party city and make a mini skirt out of bingo tickets. That's right. That's my stand. That's, that's, that's my, if it that's ever yours. happens, if it ever happens, that's what I'm making. Oh, God. No, it's true. I mean, you don't want it to look like Vangie's from season 10, right? Right. You don't want it to look like that necessarily because, you know, just things pinned on, whatever. She's pooping fabric, all of those things. But. Uh, yeah, I'm glad that Detox, uh, I did not watch the pit stop. I'm glad that Detox, uh, felt the same way. Yeah. You know, D it's a, it's a good watch. I, I forget kind of how, how much I enjoy just watching Detox and she posted something on, on Twitter recently. You know, I can't believe I ever still look at Twitter, but you know, um, but you know, with a little clip from the last lip sync from all stars Two, And she's like, I won this lip sync hands down. And I have Ugh. agreed with that since that episode aired, regardless of how I felt about the other Queens in terms of that last lip sync of all stars Two, detox won it by a mile and a half. The lip sync in all stars Two, the last the finale. Yeah. yeah. The, it was that, that, that ballad. Um, Oh, the one I where know. Alaska smears her makeup. Yeah, yeah. Which, oh. you know, I love that gag, but pound for pound, detoxes lip sync. Uh, pound cake? Little pound, pound cake. cake for little, pound cake? Little yeah, pound okay. cake for little detox, yeah. Uh -huh. All right. To the X. Yeah, to the X. Yeah, yeah. Uh, PDO <laughs> to the U the to rest. the N to the C to the D to the, to the C. You know the rest. Yeah, to the R to the I to the G to the G to the O to the R. Anyway, you know the rest. Rigor you know Morris, the... Mary. <laughs> I don't even know what we're spelling anymore. <laughs> I think I started spelling pound cake and then I just had a stroke. Are we on the same spelling bee? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, anyway, can you read, honey? Yeah, can you spell? You certainly honey? can't spell. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh. Greetings, Earthlings. 
Hope you got them ears on. Are you ready to be the most prepared couch critic? Of course you are. Well, guess what, Mimi? Your new favorite fashion podcast has entered the chat. It's Giving Fashion is here to serve you up iconic red carpet moments, social media style, and of course, classic TV and movie looks. Hosted by internationally renowned drag superstar Shea Coulee, they'll discuss everything trendy, outrageous, and more. It's giving a must listen. So join them every week. From Sony Music Entertainment and something else, listen to and follow It's Giving Fashion wherever you get your podcasts. You know what they say, history repeats itself, and so does fashion. Uh, well, anyway, I I know we have a lot to get into, but I wanted to start this discussion with, wait a second, this judging was outrageous. It was outrageous. You know, I'll, I'll agree with, you know, the winner of the challenge. Certainly, I think Lux did a great job. Oh, mm-hmm. I, I thought that side of things I was on board with, but it did seem that, I mean, I would say that actually... The House of Asajj overall, though, was probably my least favorite house. Oh, interesting. Yeah. You know, Mistress started it off really strong. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was she was one of the exceptions. Certainly. Mistress's look was really great. I was I guess I wasn't surprised that she was safe, but I could have I would have believed that she was in the top more than Malaysia. You know, I was so happy to see Malaysia uh, a serving Tanya in the White Lotus. Oh, you know? for sure. I was just like, oh my god, these drag queens—they're trying to kill me. You know? Yes. Do you have any Oreo cheesecake? <laughs> yeah, right. Who am I, Peppa Pig? You know, I, I, I all—it really was giving me like if Loretta Devine was at the White Lotus, which is a fantasy oh. I could sail on for the rest of the day. Mm. But I. I did feel like it was a significant amount of praise for something that I thought was just a nice dress. They wanted to grab that storyline from her. Yeah. They wanted that gag of like, oh, this is the first thing I've ever sewn. I think that they, they you know, it was it was a moment for reality TV to get that and a moment for Malaysia, who up to this point hasn't really gotten any critiques. She hasn't really had a lot of that kind of screen time. No, I feel like at this point, what I know Malaysia for best is that she, in her inner talking heads, she does this lean to the side and mm. lean forward, and she kind of feels like I don't know, like someone you like meet sitting like down the aisle, like I don't know, or sitting waiting and waiting to board an airplane, for example, which I'll be doing in a few hours, and she seems like she's leaning over and going, "Um, can I ask you a question?" Like there's this kind of conspiratorial edge to her, like talking heads energy. There's that um, uncle or aunt, right, that wants to, to, you know, tell you something, tell you an uh-huh. opinion, right? Yeah, yeah. Let me just tell you something. America, I can't sew. Yeah. Right. Like everybody at the table is talking uh, and they're, you know, two people down from you, but they want to talk to you. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Ugh, I would love to be two people down from Malaysia. Ugh. Right? Ugh. Uh, anyway, yeah, she's not you know, talking over somebody. She's talking around somebody. Yeah, I love that. Oh, I love that's when, a nuance. I love when somebody leans back and you talk around around mm. people from behind. Yeah. Hey Malaysia. Hey Malaysia. What is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. You know, I love that. Mm. Uh, yeah, I think uh, Lux Lux's look was great. Those pants were fucking fabulous. I could have seen 
Uh, Malaysia not be in the top. I could have seen Sasha perhaps not be in the top, if I'm being honest, because I love Sasha. Do not get me wrong. I also could see a world where Sasha won this week, but they can't let her win every week, right? It's just going to be that type of Danny Beard, Vivian situation. But I I was surprised that Lucy was not in the top, nor an, Anitra. Anitra. I, Anitra, I, Lucy. Yeah, Anitra, Aunt Lucy. It's Anitra. Oh, I don't know these names. Can I just call you Annie? Can I just call you Annie? At least I'm not calling her Anita anymore. Uh, yeah, I um, I agree. I think Sasha, uh, the thing with Sasha is it's just like, it's kind of like, Jesus, it, it's like Courtney Act in season six. It's like, oh my God, you put the barest amount of makeup on and you're beautiful. With Sasha, it's like the whole finished product is always so beautiful that like, I don't even notice that like, well, thank God you made that coat because if it was just a bathing suit, you'd probably get critiqued for it. You know what I mean? Like, I thought she made a beautiful bathing suit, but I felt if any other queen just made a bathing suit, they'd, they'd say it's just a bathing suit. Yeah, that's right. Um, but that coat she made was really cool. Oh, it was So great. I don't want to knock uh, Miss Colby or anything, but uh, I was wondering if she would, I guess more so I should say, I was wondering if she would get critiqued for making a bathing suit. Well, yeah, I, and Lucy also made pants. I don't know. I'm just surprised that Lucy wasn't up there. That's all. I, I hear you. I really like that's my kind of, you know, kind of given Lucy McClendon Covey energy this week. I, mm. I can get into that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think they were saying in Untucked, she looked like somebody's mom or something. What was it? They said something. Anyway, she also referred to herself as a drunk aunt, right? Yeah, which is. I, we I love can, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let loose, baby. Let loose. <laughs> love the reference. Anyway, yeah. uh, this episode, let's jump into this episode. I will say, uh, Sister Mary Cam uh, messaged me and was like, yeah, I felt like it was too short. And I got to say, I, I watched it and I was like, okay, it was short. I felt like it was really only short during the reading challenge. Otherwise... This felt very vintage Drag Race. Yeah, I think the reading challenge was, I mean, the it was it's too a lot, early in it's the too, season. It's too early. Yeah. It's a lot of queens for a reading challenge. But because they had so many queens and so little time, we we didn't really spend much time in any bad reads. Right. You know? and so, Even though we heard about that there were bad reads in Untucked, right? Right, right. Or that there were even more good reads from Lucy, for example. So I uh -huh. feel like it was good news, bad news. Because when the reading challenge goes bad, it's a fucking slog. And, you know. And, and you know what? Exactly. I totally agree. The, I, I didn't want to necessarily sit through lots of bad reads and have it be like, well, guess you couldn't read this season. You know what I mean? Uh, illiterate season 15. Mm -hmm. But I, I, I feel like... If, uh, oh, now I just lost my thought. Uh, it's all right. All right. Well, maybe it'll come back. But, uh, I mean, I think it was ultimately similar to maybe Snatch Game. We didn't spend much time with any queen very long so they could just focus on what worked best. Mm -hmm. Or if they were going to highlight that a queen didn't do well, we didn't have to spend that long on that either. And oftentimes it was paired with like a clapback from the queen who was getting red, you know? Sure. And this is what I was going to say. It's a great opportunity for wow to add some extra content on their channel right now, which I don't know how many people are watching any wow presents plus content, but like put the entire reading challenge 
right on your on your platform. I mean, maybe it goes against whatever kind of contract they have with MDV. I'm sure that's what it is. But like, can't they put this on YouTube? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I feel like at the very least, you know, we used to get untucked exclusives. Uh huh. You know? Or extended scenes. I feel like we've seen extended scenes on Twitter before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And YouTube actually on YouTube, they used to post like, I, if I remember correctly, they used to post basically cut scenes or extended scenes. So, yeah, I bring don't know. that back. Bring that back. Otherwise, I, I this episode felt really kind of good. I mean. I don't know. We may want longer episodes. I understand people that want longer episodes. I get it. We've had it for what six seasons now, four, well, five seasons now, and but the one thing we have to remember is that some of the most iconic and our favorite episodes in all of Drag Race came from seasons that were forty-five minutes. I just feel like we have mm-hmm. to remember that by having them be shorter, we're able to focus on the best parts, the most iconic parts. It's not like distilled or forgotten with so much other content. Um, you know, and and I understand there's a whole other side to that, right? Uh, people's stories, interactions between queens, runways are necessarily like, I don't know, maybe they're not featured more. I did feel like these runways, I got plenty of the runway. I got plenty of the runway. I I I felt overall, you know, again, we've talked about this where it's like right now and there is like a ton of queens in the room, the shorter episodes are going to you're going to feel the rush a little bit. And I think there's always that nuance of like if this was originally edited to be longer and then they cut it, that's because like Detox talked about this in the pit stop is like this is how Drag Race used to be for like 10 yeah, seasons. This is right. this is the model and I I agree. I think the nuance is those episodes were also originally designed to be 42 mm-hmm. minutes whereas these had to kind of be re-edited. But that being said, I mean, I don't feel like, like we got everything you get from a Drag Race episode this week. We got a fun everything. mini challenge. Yep. We got work social room. Social Justice Corner. Social Justice mm-hmm. Corner. We got workroom talk. We got, you know, queens struggling. We got, you Ripping know, Ripping up fabric, yeah. Yeah, we got a good lip sync. I mean, I think all the boxes were checked, you know? And so it's like looking at it now it's like i understand we want longer episodes but like just to do like a barometer check does anyone still feel like they needed to see more princess poppy right i think we we all got over that right so like oh, oh. i think we're gonna i'm just saying i'm ch- you called her a pig in a wig yeah you know <laughs> everyone's really uh, angry oh now they read oh, oh this is- <laughs> uh well mary you know i I'm, I'm, I'm like going back and I'm thinking about this. You know, it was like, oh, 90 minute episodes. I'm like, well, they're really only an hour. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, I they're feel really like, only an hour. Yeah. So it's the difference between 42 minutes and 59 minutes. Right. So I, I, that left me to kind of pull out my, you know, Nancy Drew uh, sunglasses and, and uh, notebook from Harriet the Spy, golly. And, figure out like what are they actually cutting right they cut the room mails there's no more ooh girl you got oh, room mail right right i haven't even noticed that if that means something i think that means something that i haven't missed it right they're cutting that so what is that like oh a minute okay uh all right that's one minute out of the like 15 to 20 that we're looking for right they they cut some of the opening act that kind of produced drama that happens uh you know before the, the the promo, uh, you know, before uh, the RuPaul theme song, um, maybe when they walk back into the workroom the next day, there's less of that like 
slog of a content creator. This time they had like, you know, Spice versus Aura. Um, the or Jax, I think, called it out. Maybe it was Aura. Um, I think it was it was Aura who called it out the next day. And the next day to yeah. try to like stir things up again. Yeah, right. So that was kind of that produced drama is is also being cut down. It seems they're cutting down on various production details. Like this episode, they cut down on like how they were put into teams. We didn't get to see that. Oh, I lo- it was just like a <laughs> it was like a talking head from Lucy. So we were randomly put into teams. I just I love and I love I love even more the fantasy that they like recorded that later of like, hey yeah. Lucy, can we just get you on Zoom for like ten minutes? I just yeah, yeah. need to say they randomly put us into teams. But didn't we pick teams? It doesn't matter. We cut that storyline. Yeah, you know? That's right. MTV that's right. wants to re air it. That's the theory. We need your help. This is part of your contract. Yeah, yes. this is also part of your contract. Yeah. Um uh, they are also cutting the deliberations. So I want to say all of those kind of four or five things, that's about seven to 10 minutes right there. And, and there's probably just more workroom conversations mm-hmm. more mirror banter. I think if we were to compare this to another longer season, we would see how much more time is spent in the segments that are still in the episode. They've just, they've just compressed them, you know? Exactly. And it's all what they did to when they expanded to an hour. I'm not going to say 90 minutes anymore. I'm saying an hour. When they expand to an hour, it, it it's just little bits here and there throughout the episode. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that as the season goes on, I just we're going to we're going to forget. We're going to get over it. We just are. <laughs> It's just getting used to it. It's just getting used to it. And I will say this. It hurts more knowing why we have to get used to it. So I think that's also what kind of exacerbates the situation. And, you know, I mean, we've talked a a bit about that. Maybe we'll we'll save the rest of it for nuance. But, you know, I I will say that listening to Ebony and Irony this week, I felt like it was nice to get just another couple perspectives on all of that that I felt was like, mm, I align with a lot of what they're both saying. So. Oh, I can't wait to hear about that. I did not listen to Ebony and Irony yet this week. Uh, so I'll, 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 yeah, please oh, fill me great. in on that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, that, it's it's a great episode. I, I I really enjoy that podcast. And you know, we'll talk about it, but like I, oh, there's, yeah. Lady Bunny is I, I, you don't have, I'm just glad she's, I don't I don't think she's saying you have to follow her blindly. It's just like Think about what you're listening to. Think about what you're reading. Just make yeah, sure. Yeah, be critical. Yeah, yeah just be critical yeah. in your thinking. No, um, I get it. I have a I have a, a roller coaster relationship with Lady Bunny. Uh, that brings me actually to a very important thing that I should mention to our Marys. The reason I haven't listened to Ebony and Irony or many podcasts this week is uh, I fell very, very ill on Thursday evening um, and basically haven't done anything haven't really listened to podcasts, uh, just really, really sick. So if you, I'm doing much better today. Uh, thank God. I actually wasn't doing much better until about 7 p.m. yesterday. So uh, it like hurt to talk because I was coughing, all of that stuff. So Mary's, uh, please bear with me in my energy and my voice right now. Uh, I'm just recovering from not COVID, but a really, really bad cold. 
this has been a really, really bad cold. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that's right. That's yeah. Right. yeah. Uh, so well, basically, I'm just gonna I'm gonna cry and cut. You know. Yeah. I don't care if you cry and cut, but you gotta cry and cut. Yeah. You gotta cry and cut. You know. Yep. Um, cry and cut. Gonna podcast and cough. Mm-hmm. That's right. And that's what that mute button's for. Uh, that's right. Turn well, cough. Yep. Let's get into it. I I would love to just. I need to just get this off my my little chest. I I think that the spice narrative now that Stroker's gone is certainly that there is a potential for being interesting. But I feel like maybe and, and the thing with seasons is that the story is not done, being done, not done being told, but I just feel like there's a lot of the ways in which we're showing Spice talk about like their drag and, and what drag means to them and literally saying like, our drag means so much to us. And I'm like, I'm tired of being shown this as if this is revolutionary content. Like a dra- like drag has never meant anything to anyone else on this show. I, I just feel like there's something when, when they talk about drag, there's this part of me that, that kind of feels like I'm like, mm-hmm, oh, that's cute, you know? Because it's like, here's Mistress over here who's, like, homeless and rebuilds yeah. her fucking life through the power of drag. And here's right. Sugar and Spice. It's like, here's our dollies. And I'm like, I, it's, it just is not the same. And I'm not going to sit here and feel and pretend I feel the same gravitas because you had to hide your Bratz dolls under your bed. I'm, I'm sorry. I understand. It's just newer now. You know, I, I, I want. I just want to acknowledge. Like, I totally get what you're saying, and I'm also like putting my producer hat on, RuPaul. Um, from a producer standpoint, if you look on social media, it's wild, Mary. Sugar and Spice are the most popular and the ones with the most growth on social media. And, and that is just to say who is watching the show, who is speaking to these kids, to these viewers, whose stories are the ones that they want to hear about, that they're connecting with the most. And it's this story. Because, Mary, it's, it, it's just how it is now. It's just who's watching the show. It's like I'm watching Top Chef Junior. You know what I mean? And here's this eight-year-old crying over his risotto. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, bitch, yes, please. Yes. And Mary, I not for nothing. And this isn't like I, I, I'm not trying to like be combative or anything. But like, well, it wasn't just what, six seasons ago, five seasons ago, five seasons ago that we were talking about, you know, when when our fathers didn't want us to to play with dolls, right? Like, that's a real thing. I'm not saying it's not a real thing. I just feel like there is there's this depth in which they're talking about like you know, we're just we're bringing our dolls to life. Our drag just means so much to us and it's just it's it's essentially like a queen saying there's a fire lit under my ass. You know what I mean? And there, and, and there's a sense of like I guess as a viewer and as an old crow and there's a part of me that's just like, yeah, I this is definitely for a different audience. The, and and, yeah. and Sugar and Spice's drag don't appeal to me at all. Like, right. It, there's right. also that. I don't. It just it's not they look my like robots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just not my thing. And so I I think it's kind of like when somebody who's like, I don't know, let's just pick an arbitrary age, like 20. is like, oh, my God, I've just been through so much in my life. And there's a part of me as someone who's almost twice their age that's like, really? 
You know, it's like, okay. Because like maybe you had a crazy childhood, but there's something about the quantity of years here, you know? Yes, and it is all relative, right? We have to remember we were 20 also and had and, and went through a lot when we were 20. You know what I mean? Like, I get it, Mary. And I'm just trying to keep things in perspective and try I'm trying not to be so hard on Spice. Well, you do that. And I'm Even though gonna... I don't like her drag, you know what I mean? Or, or her drag doesn't speak to me. I'm not going to like go wow it's so interesting because i don't find it interesting i find it uh, pretty generic and and that's you know uh that's my opinion it's my opinion i'm just taking the lead of mistress and i'm just gonna say it she as she tells spice just say you thought aura should be in the bottom just yeah. say it you re- you want to read the queen it's done reader you know what i mean if that's what you think so i Ugh. just i try you know Alyssa edwards once said trust the duchess and i think trust the mistress you know trust the mistress absolutely uh miss mistress i just yeah. love her i also love thinking about mistress uh in two ways i like thinking of her as being referred to as the mistress mm. a la the vixen the mistress, right? Ugh, the mistress. The Sounds mistress. so great, right? There's so much gravitas. But I also love thinking her as Isabel. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, Mistress Izzy, you know? Like, Izzy yeah. Brooks. Izzy Brooks. Izzy. I mean, there's Izzy also Brooks Izzy Brooks. Is he Brooks or is he not? You know? Yeah, is he Brooks or is he Rivers? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> more of a stream, Mary. Oh, yeah, I'll tell you what. He's got a, quite a good stream. Yes, it's a good stream. Yeah. Uh, free-flowing. Mm, yeah, um, yeah. The Spice versus Aura uh, producer-produced drama, uh, it's very obvious that producers are, like, trying to egg this on. It never pans out, much like the relationship drama between Robin Fierce and Amethyst. Oh, man. It's just, like, file under. Just don't care. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, and it's it's interesting to try to see these really, like, drag queen drama things trying to get stoked you know what i mean like oh who did you think should be in the bottom oh who did you hook up with like it's so it's Mm. so benign you know what i mean like it doesn't have that same energy of like candy muse versus tamisha Amon. you know Mm. they did not get anything like that no no they did not uh so they did get a reading challenge as we talked about a little bit uh and i i was so happy that Lux made the Marshalls, Marshalls, Marshalls joke. I felt mm. like it was right there and she found it and she deserved to get a flower or two for that. I love the Marshalls, Marshalls, Marshalls joke. I also was impressed that I didn't think of Sasha Oldie. Never occurred to me. You know, Tasha Golby, maybe. Tasha Golby. Oh yes. my God, we should put that on a tote bag. Tasha Golby. Tasha Goldie. <laughs> Tasha Colby. Tasha Colby. Yeah. No, Mary, I have to I have to I think I rewatched that clip for some reason. And I just feel like it's important. You know, like we were just talking about pound cake, right? Little pound cake. And everybody attributes like Alaska to little pound cake. And people forget that like Lanasha Sparks, who Alaska always credits as being a part of creating little pound cake. Mm. And I think we need to remember that like we always recognize, you know. Carrie Colby saying Sasha Colby, and we recognize Willow saying shit. We don't recognize that Alyssa Hunter is a part of this clip. Yes, Alyssa fucking Hunter. That's right. And I just, I you know, I, it's just worth her inclusion that she's really kind of even the one who's like, oh, Tasha Colby. She's the L Woods. She's the yeah. L Woods getting the girl to admit that, you know. Yeah, Linda she, Cardellini. She, yeah, uh-huh. that she didn't want to ruin her perm. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
What does that gay guy say to her? Don't you tap your lessies and prize at me, honey. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, well, yes. Don't you estampe your little lassies and Prada shoes at me, honey. <gasps> he's gay. He's, he's gay. gay. Warner, he's gay. <laughs> Not Warner. Somebody else. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, no. So, yeah, no. Alyssa Hunter is the Elle Woods of that moment because she brings Carrie to say, Tasha Golby. Tasha Golby. Oh, shit. Da-da, oh, da-da. shit. There's all mm-hmm. these factors. We recognize the music, the Willow, obviously the Carrie. And I just thought Alyssa is really, yes, necessary. Oh, uh, completely. Yeah. Uh, things that I want to talk about that might be unnecessary. And I know I'm being kind of a little bit of a, a nudge here, but... Lux's palette hat kind of reminded me of Laganja's no smoking sign. Oh, the palette hat. Yeah, that was. And don't get me wrong. Just so we're clear, Lux is a phenomenal drag queen. And I love Lux on my screen. And I did just want to point out the palette hat because I'm like, well. Yeah, you know, I think the difference is that Lux is unflinchingly and ceaselessly confident and so i think there is that thing that's so true of like if you have the right energy you can kind of pull anything off whereas yeah and let's probably oh sorry laganja was just spiraling under that no smoking sign you know yeah lux clearly brought the palette whereas laganja probably found that in her room and was like oh this will be a good idea yes this will get me some attention Mm -hmm. yes mama yeah oh yeah um, well, you know, I do want to just mention just one little thing. Uh, obviously, Lucy wins the reading challenge, but I do just want to mention one tiny little detail is that uh, interesting connection. Mistress Izzy Brooks reads Anitra saying, you know, you, you, you're not walking that fucking duck anymore. You can take the beat. You can ditch the beak now. And back in season five, Jinx Monsoon's read for Anitra lookalike detox was uh, the challenge is over. You can take the chicken mask off now. Oh, and I just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just thought it was worth mentioning, you know, a little Drag Race connection. Um, oh, a little Drag Race parallel action. A little Drag Race parallel, okay. yeah. For Love you know, it. and everyone's been comparing Anitra and Detox. So yeah, you got to know this history, Mary. Yeah, you got to know where this music's coming from. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yes, we get this challenge, House of Fashion. Uh, we have Cresley, House of Matthews, House of Visage, um, Mary. What did you think of what do you think of this challenge? I saw on Instagram some of the things uh, that you were talking with other Marys. You consider this a ball. So let's let's pause there because this is bingo related material. Oh. I am I am a Montessori bingo queen. I want everybody All right, to Mary.com. Yeah, sorry. Play yes, bingo along. There's a link in the description. Yeah, we're doing bingo this season. You can still play along. Um and so I like if somebody's like, oh, does this count? I'm like, yeah, sure. I want you to win. I like unless it really doesn't count. And it's like oh, and I think, well, you're going to win in like a week, or, you know, uh-huh. but like I I feel like this challenge is like this weird mix of a design challenge, technically an unconventional materials challenge, regardless of how conventional those unconventional materials were <sighs> and kind of a ball challenge. And that it's like the house of this, you know, like there's a sense uh-huh. of like. And there's collections, and you know, I I could see where if somebody's like, it kind of feels like a ball. I'd be like, all right, yeah, fine. Um, so yes, it's not a traditional like it's the governor's ball, hunty, but it's it's bally, you know. Uh, it's bally. I I do not consider this a ball, but I understand if people want to count it as a ball. 
fine. Be my guest. We're just having fun here. This is it's bingo. just drag race bingo. That yeah. thing is like, who cares? Who cares? You want to call it? You want to call it a ball? Call it a ball. Yeah. yeah. Another Mary asked if Selena's reveal during the lip sync was a reveal. I'm like, yeah, sure. Yeah, she yeah. revealed her panties. Yeah, feels like a reveal to me, honey. You got bingo, <laughs> honey. <laughs> Little Hi, ass sees a Prada shoes, honey. Honey, <laughs> don't tap your bingo board at me, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tap your little season 15, all right, Mary, bingo board of me, honey. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, so so anyway, yeah, my biggest problem with this was, and also, sorry, I should really frame this better. My biggest problem, and I think the thing that I like the most about this unconventional design, I'm just going to call it a design challenge, is that... It was a lot of fabrics. I think that by having mostly fabrics made the outfits and runways better. It's just also not that interesting. And I think back to like the sustainable challenge of season 11. I was like just there were some cool ass fucking looks. I mean, there's another one where like, I feel like if we went back and looked, I feel like Raj's pants might actually have oh. been better than she was giving, giving credit for. Who, At least they who won that challenge? Raja, in my mind, won that challenge. And she went home that week. And she went home. Yeah, yeah. Who I, won? I don't even was it, was it Plastique? I know Plastique's was really interesting. You know, I can look it up because uh, I remember, like, it may have been... Uh, so while you're looking it up, yeah, the one ahead. thing I did think about you when I was, like, trying to think the pros and cons of this design challenge not being unconventional was at least there's no running for materials that would stress you out. I was, because I was like, oh God, there could be three running for materials because there's uh -huh. three different houses. I thought, oh, this is going to be not good. Uh, but uh, no, it was... No, we get three trading spaces, little houses, and uh, yeah, they bought a couch only for them to rip up. Yeah, I mean, it was... Uh, I, I, I'm trying to think of like what else they they even could have used in that that wouldn't have just been essentially fabric. Like, unless you, like, glued one of the, I don't know, uh, glued a tchotchke to your boob, you know? Yeah. Uh, if they're going with, like, the somebody's living room, right? Uh, mm -hmm. I guess, like, yeah, I guess they had lampshades. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be mostly mostly fabrics. I mean, there were no books, that you could have put books in there, you know. Yeah. You could have put uh, books or God, I can't even think of anything. Candles, um, I don't know, anything. Uh, it, it could have been a collection of something that Michelle collects. This, you know, I don't know. Oh, it could have been a bunch of gluten-free vegan snacks, you know. Yeah, uh, Beanie Babies. Yeah. Oh God, that's what I want to see. Uh, just in Ross's on Ross's bed, you know. Right. Right. Uh, so Plastic Tiara did win the From Farm to Runway okay, was right. challenge, and Akira and Raja were in the bottom two. Um, Akira, oh god, yeah. keep thinking so, about her as Prince. And it someone just... just posted that on Twitter about how like there was no reason she should have been in the bottom for that. Oh, there is absolutely it, it was it's ridiculous. Yeah, ridiculous. Uh, yeah. So uh, every once in a while, uh, there are some questionable judgments you know one thing i want to just mention about these houses and in terms of materials that they could have used that i wish i saw used in the house of cressley there was a throw pillow that i have been looking for for my entire life i feel like i remember seeing it in a catalog in like college and then it just disappeared from my life and it's this little throw pillow the throw pillow that says a life without horses 
dot, dot, dot. I don't think so. <clears throat> and so uh, that that's, I mean... That's it, baby. If I if someone made like a little a little tube top with that, I would have been like, just give her the whole two hundred fucking thousand dollars. I don't think so. You know, white people love horses. They apparently. I I'm indifferent to horses. Uh, yeah, horses don't do it for me, but I understand the 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 stereotype because yes, white people, especially white white horse girls, love horses. Oh well, that's. This is a horse girl pillow. Yes, yes. yes. I oh, don't think so. I don't think so, mother. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Uh, Mary, so, uh, you know, they obviously, the next part of the episode is all workroom stuff. Uh, you know, uh, the, the houses. Well, the houses kind of plan first. Um, yeah, I thought it was a really funny moment when, you know, Sasha, what were you thinking? And she's like, a swimsuit, caftan, and a drink. Um, oh, yeah. <clears throat> which, you know, kind of was, ultimately. It, it definitely was, um, which is why it was also kind of safe, right? Even though the, 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 the cape was, or the coat was really great to cover up. But yes, these Rusies. Mary, the thing I took away from this was RuPaul eviscerating Selena's titties to her face. Well, it was interesting. The House of Cressley, like, there, Ru interacted with everyone very differently. You know, it was like... I guess it maybe started with, I don't remember who he started talking to. Um, oh, I guess it was, it was Robin. Robin. So he was talking to Robin. And then, yeah, transitioning to Selena, Rue goes, and speaking of messes, and then just can't gather herself. <laughs> and and I felt like, I don't think there was, we saw much interaction with Jax, but then like when Anitra made that like Carson joke, I feel mm. like RuPaul loved that. And I was like, oh, I can see. RuPaul loves Anitra. Yes. She thinks Selena's a mess. She is not getting the answer she wanted from Robin. That wasn't what she asked Robin. Oh, no. Yeah. I think she, like, it really kind of was like, ugh. Yeah. That, I don't care about what, what this design is. I'm caring. Who is Robin fierce? Yeah. And she didn't get that answer. And then Jax, I feel like she's like, well, it doesn't matter what you say because we're going to put you in the bottom. We just have made the decision oh, already. Man. Oh, yeah. man. Unfair. Unfair. Um, but, you know, I will say, like, we only saw Rusies with two of the teams. And, and it's that old school edit where I'm like, oh, well, now I know who's in the top and the bottom. At uh -huh. least. You know, at least I know that uh, anybody in the house of Matthews is, you know, at least safe. Sure. Yeah. Actually, I didn't even notice that. That didn't even read to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't miss it because it was also like, I think it, it it's not the same as when we watch Queens rehearse and then do the final product on stage. But there is a certain amount of, I don't like, leave a little bit to the imagination for the runway or, you know, watching people talk about what they're going to make is only so fascinating. You know, I totally agree. And, you know, even on the hour long episodes, there have been Rusies that have been cut. Like, that's not unusual. Oh, yeah, I think that what may have been more interesting is really the, the uh, I don't know why I was going to say Top Gun, but I was thinking of Project Runway and Tim Gun at the same time. Mm -hmm. But having Rue come in to see them like, you know, 60% of the way through their look. You know what I mean? Well, luckily, we got Lux acting like Tim Gunn, which I just love. Oh, that's true. That's true. We did get uh, uh, Lux Noir Gun. Yeah. Lux, Lux Noir Gun. Yeah, what did you Lux, call it? Lux Noir Gun, but I think Noir's her last name. I, Lux, I know there's three names. No, it's I, Lux Noir London. It is, is it? Okay. So, so Lux it's Noir Lux Gun. Noir Lund Gun. Lund Gun. Lux Noir Lund Gun. Yeah. Lux Noir Tim Gun. Lux Noir Tim Gun. 
Oh, no, Alexa. Oh, my oh, God. No. Oh, God. That's so stupid. Because uh, I kept saying Lux. It thought it was Alexa. You idiot robot. She got triggered. She got, she got triggered. But no, I love this moment when uh, it was during uh, Amethyst, that whole part with Amethyst and Aura being like, why didn't she come prepared to learn how to sell, you idiot? And then Lux is over there just like, oh, well, you could do this. You could do a little bit of draping here. And, oh, you know, I think we need a jacket here. I just was like loving Lux being this, I don't know, this mentor. I was, And all of a sudden I saw Lux as this totally new energy that hasn't that the edit hasn't echoed no i I think and she's like relatively speaking newer to drag than the other queens and so i that's true and so there's that feeling of like oh this kid in the room you know and uh from east orange let's remember like the best part of lux is that she's from east orange new jersey but i think what i loved about this week is that yeah she's she's been talking a big game she can she can talk. She can be like, yeah, I look beautiful. I just have to say it. I look great. She can talk about like what, you know, that she's bringing it to the ball and all that stuff tends across the board. And then she backs it up with an incredibly great look, like not just a, a beautiful dress, but like awesome pants and a flowy top and a headpiece. Like she, I think there's that thing of like, I'm here for a young, confident queen when she comes out on stage and like there's there's proof in the pudding, you know? Oh, totally. It's giving me like Aquaria vibes. Yep. It's yeah, it it's it's really impressive. And then to see her acting like this, this with Amethyst, I don't know, there's a kindness to it. There's a sisterly energy there, even though she's like, well, it's part of the challenge, uh, which, you know, yeah, it's a it's a fucking competition. So you're going to do whatever you can. But yeah, she's I, I don't know. There seem it, there's so much like confidence and seasonedness even though she's quote-unquote not that seasoned yeah i i am really enjoying lux and there is also something i mean also a little old school drag race about her like i feel like she's Mm. uh i don't know there's just something about her like i could have seen lux on season three you know i feel like lux and mistress could you know play together in the sandbox they could play together in the fisher price you know kitchen inside mm-hmm. because they just know how to play oh they, yeah they just know how to play whether with others or alone they just know how to play lux has that fisher price turtle sandbox remember the turtle sandbox oh the turtle sandbox absolutely yeah you would cover it up when it was going to rain of course absolutely uh i never had a turtle sandbox but i think i knew people who did so I don't think I knew people who did, but I've seen I I've seen them. Mm. Yeah. Well, anyway, anyway. Uh, we get social justice corner. You know, uh, Jack's talking about being adopted. Um, brown person in Connecticut. Spice talks about how she loved to play with her dollies in middle school. Um, and this didn't feel cut down to me. No, I felt like we got full stories here i thought Jax's was interesting because there was like a little nuance in there where she talks about like her parents were the kind of we don't see color white people and that that was actually like it was interesting to kind of hear jacks commenting on like mm. her parents version of like you know i don't know being like liberal open-minded you know welcoming white people but like it's actually that like we don't see color and here's Jax being like okay but like i but I'm black. But I'm yeah. black, and I have to keep it justifying why I'm at this birthday party. So uh, color definitely exists. <laughs> right, and I just right, I thought that right. was uh, I don't know that that felt like a fresh story on Drag Race. Yeah, and and I don't know one of those one of those st- a different type of story, but like 
when I moved to New York City, then all of a sudden I, you know, felt like I was a part of a fabric. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't like I escaped the farm, you know. Mm. Uh, it was like, yeah, I took the Metro North and, you know, <laughs> eventually moved to Queens, which is like the most diverse place in the world. So perfect. Yeah. Uh, no, an interesting, definitely an interesting perspective of uh, the the Brangelina type of parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, we, in no time, we take it to the runway where we meet... Uh, Guest judge Janelle Monae Exchange. I, mm. I could. I mean, this is where I was like, okay, maybe those hour-long episodes aren't so bad. I could have taken so much more Janelle Monae. Oh, I know. And thank God for Untucked. Oh my God, did she deliver in Untucked? It was. It was so. Even when uh, she was leaving, mm-hmm. she was like, "Oh, well, whenever you want it, just let me know. You can yeah. borrow it." You know, I I hate to take. Pink News is Thunder, Pink but news. like, sure. yeah. I really think Janelle Monet would be an incredible regular judge on Drag Race. I think she's bigger than Drag Race, but like the feedback was real. The the expertise is there. Like she she comes qualified, as they say, you know, she comes qualified. Yeah, no, she's she's dialed into everything that's going on. She praises mother. She talks about how much she loves everything the show and her stand for, uh, you know, she's there. I I thought she was great. But yeah, this is a, a week where if you're not watching Untucked because, you know, you don't want to sit through that that terrible hot dog in the middle, um, then uh, certainly check it out because she really shines in Untucked this week. Yeah, I, I, I and just some more praise for Janelle Monet. Uh, if I were to give the BSA to anybody other than Jax for the, the mallet hitting uh, her head on the runway, it would be Janelle Monet mostly for her, what she did and how she supported the lip sync. Oh, she did. I mean, I, it, it's always great when, when somebody can pick up the hanky, so to speak from Natalie Cole uh, and you know what I mean? Be present for the lip sync of their own song. Oh my God. She was, Oh, she was having the best time. Oh, it was so great. Mm-hmm. It was so great. I just loved her during that lip sync. Anyway, uh, you want to talk about some of these Dom pig tops, Mary? Yeah. Let's talk about some of these little piglets. Um, so, uh, first we see the house of visage, which we've talked about a bit here and there. I think it's worth noting that while spice I, I do think she she got by on a wing and a prayer. Uh, she did mention in her talking head, yes, I'm relying on body, but I'm also relying on my crazy delusional personality. She's so goofy. It is insane how goofy she is. <laughs> uh, it, it's insane that Spice and Aura got through. I, I, Mary, am, am I? Are we on the same show? I'm sure there are fashion people out there that are like, no, what Aura did is quoting this, and oh, zebra rugs, like that's really hard to create something. I'm just like, but Aura and Spice had skirts that didn't go all the way around. I mean, I think at the very least, I, I understood why Amethyst was in the bottom, same. but I. Selena did not make any sense to me None. and I I felt like it was entirely unnecessary and it was so possible that they could have just been like you know in terms of determining who's in the you know they could have just been like uh I guess I was gonna say they could have just said like House of Matthews you're safe but obviously they wanted to give Malaysia that that you know credit but there mm. was some sense they could have just had they had their you know they had all their bottoms in the team of Asajj you know yeah I 
I, I keep thinking about some of these other looks, and I, I Anitra was even better uh, than than some of the tops. Like Anitra's was really, really well put together, and it, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, yeah, yeah. I thought Anitra's was great. I thought just like the whole idea of of Cressley Prep School. I thought like putting mm. a, a narrative to it was interesting. I feel like it it tied it together more than the house of Asajj or the house of Matthews. I feel like mm-hmm. I saw, you know, I, and again, having binged all these seasons of project runway, you see all these people's collections at the end. And it's not like every look is exactly the same. There's a story, but I think they also have like 12 looks and these are, you know, five. And yep. so I thought it was smart or four. Um, so I thought it was smart for the, you know, house of Cressley to keep it very cohesive. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I thought they, they did so, so well. Jax, I I cannot believe, I cannot believe that they were like, meh, put her in the bottom. I, I just, I, I didn't understand it. And it was weird because even in the edit of the episode, Michelle's like, you know, the look is, you know, it's very well made. And then the next critique is about the coat. And I was like, well, is it that she made? I was like, so is it good or not? I, I and Selena's. I it was it was very eighties. The jacket was oversized. There were lots of pieces. There was a reveal moment. This was a wow. I loved it. I mean, like I I think there have been no critiques that like from the neck up it was perfect. Like her her hair and makeup I thought were beautiful. But I thought from the neck down it was awesome. I mm. loved it. I just thought it I was so it. cool. It was. It reminded me a little bit of April Carrion and that like uh, oh that the, look that the she parachuter. did the parachuter. Yes. It gave me a little bit of that. It was. It it was a. I don't know. I thought it was a clever take on like a reveal to this cape that it was like a backpack cape. I. Ugh. I the color. You know the colors all went together so perfectly. It all matched with her hair really well. I as soon as she came out, I was like, I love this. I just think this is so cool. Wow. It was wow. You know, I, I know we're not supposed to compare queens, but I, I just want to call it out because I can't stop seeing it. But Selena's uh, makeup and even her hair reminded me of Alexis Michelle. Yep. In that uh, in that in that gif where it pans to Nina nodding. Oh, the the one in Untucked where, yeah. Yes. It, I think the, that was Snatch Game, maybe? It was. No, she won Snatch Game, so it was the week before. Oh. Um it was the it was the musical because she did so well as Kim as Chris oh. Car- Chris Jenner. Yeah, but Chris then Jenner. she wore that blue dress and the fur coat. Right, but she, but anyway, so Selena looks like Alexis in that look. I agree. In this episode. Uh just like, oh wow, cool. Which is a compliment to both of them because ugh. Alexis can fucking paint. Yeah, yeah. There, I mean, she looked beautiful, and you know, Alexis is Alexis. Alexis is Alexis. You know, Alexis Michelle. Nuance, nuance. Alexis Michelle. Speaking of repeated things, it's just speaking of things to take a drink for. Bingo board players. We finally got our Vivian Westwood reference. Vivian Westwood. Uh huh. Vivian Westwood. So if you have Vivian Westwood on your board, make sure to mark it off. But I knew as soon as I saw that plaid, I was like, oh yeah. Oh my God! I, it, can you believe it? Can you believe it? Like I just put Vivian Westwood like down as one of the options. Like yeah, this will be a good one to put on there. It's almost like a joke one, and then it's like yeah. no, they literally are going to make a Vivian Westwood reference when possible. Wow! Did anyway. she just die? Yes. Yes. Well, you know. Yes, she um, did. Yes, she did. Uh, 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 just some other things to note: Sasha Colby coming out and RuPaul going, "Ooh, bitch!" 
I mean, it's like they can barely hide it, you know, because I think yeah. it's like even if it, even if it's just a bathing suit and like a, a kind of interesting wrap, you know, with sleeves, it's just it is impeccably put together. I'll say like Sasha Colby is one of the few queens who came out and I forgot it was a design challenge. Uh, I was like, well, yeah, that you look beautiful. She brought this from home. Yeah, yeah. you must have brought this from home. You look beautiful. Uh, what can't she do? I, I, I mean, she can't take the jacket off on stage when she wants to but then the save of like the universe said don't you show your ass on national television oh yeah she's a pageant girl she knows exactly how to make everything perfect yeah i mean it's worth like going back to the reading challenge the way that she was like and anitra your name sounds like the insurance company that lucy went through to get that facelift like the fact that she like bounced between two queens for a read i was like and seamlessly and she had a body language she had like a stamp when she did it and i was like god damn Sasha Colby. Sasha Colby. Tasha Colby. Shit. Da-dunna, Yeah. Yes. Tasha Colby. Tasha Colby. Ah, the gravitas. And finally, we're just like feeling its impact. I just love it. It's all here. This season is the Dadana Dadana. It is the Dadana Dadana season. Yeah. Please welcome to stage Dadana Dadana. Yeah. What did you think of Marsha 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 Cubed? I it, it I it looked like she put on more makeup this week. I, I thought she looked fine, but there was a part of me that also thought, oh, they could they could just like throw her right in the bottom for this just being like a pretty girl dress, you know? Yeah, and I, I would have been upset because I thought it was really well made, and she looked great. Like well, it didn't what? look like she made that. I I thought she looked great, and I also felt like overall, obviously, I'm Team Izzy Brooks, I'm Team The Mistress, but I am. <laughs> I can certainly agree that Marsha's look was was not as they're also concerned about rankings and who was second, who was third, and all <laughs> so that. So silly. Um, you know, Marsha's look was not the same. You know, at the same level as as Lucy's or uh, Mistress's. But like, I will not hear any besmirching of her Tim Gunn in Snatch Game. Yeah, that's silly. Like she's at like I'm not even over here as a Martha, a Martha, a Martha apologist. I just. I just want credit to go where credit was due. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Credit (laughs) to. No, I get it. No, no, she was great as Tim Gunn. She was great. And I thought she looked great this week, and I'm glad that she was just safe. Um, You know, it's funny. I was even, in some ways, I was glad that Sugar was just safe because I was like, enough. I just, enough. For one week, can we just get enough of you? You Oh, I see. I see. And, And yet, we got a whole social justice corner. Oh, what? In Untucked? No, she talked about her dollies. Oh, God, I forgot about that. I thought that was sugar. Um, no, the producers I, know exactly what they're doing with sugar and spice. They know because the, they know who watches this show. It's just like season seven all over again. It's like, well, kids are going to love Pearl. Got to keep her on. I, I guess it is. And I, I love feel- Pearl. And by the way, we love Pearl on this podcast. But I feel like we appreciate who Pearl really was versus who they were pushing a Pearl to be. Sure. You know I mean? Not yeah. that we're better than anybody else, but just like anybody who kind of like digs a little deeper. It's like, oh, oh, the narrative they were pushing about Pearl on the show is also false. It was false. Yeah. 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 And with with Spice, uh, you know, a jury's still out in terms of whatever narrative they're pushing with Spice. I'm sure we're going to fucking fall in love with Spice, Mary. I think that I, as I said at the beginning, I do think there's the potential for Spice's story to evolve and and get more interesting and like the full picture to be more interesting than what I'm seeing right now. There is just kind of that I feel like for the past five weeks, it's just been a lot of like it's just like I don't know if you guys know this, but like drag is like really important to us. And I'm like, oh my god, we know. 
And you know what? Everybody else on this show through all of the seasons has done this alone. <laughs> Mary, this is you right now. I need to fucking retire. Because <laughs> they don't know shit about what I'm talking about. Just saying. It's the truth. Uh, well, good. Uh, it's the truth, girl, as Ador Delano might yeah, say. Yeah, it's the truth, girl. I get it. Uh, well, we have these uh, bottoms tops, these non-critiques, these outrageous critiques. Uh, Lux gets the win, which I think is great. And we're off and running into this lip sync. And it, this was the best lip sync so far this season, by far. And uh, L- Selena just looked like the expert up there. Oh, my God. Selena was so good i mean first of all i feel like i need to get it on the soundboard like they always i love i love when the, before the lip sync is going to start like who's crying talking head are we going to get and i love that this week we got we didn't even get one from amethyst because she was probably like girl what do you want me to say but i feel like tan mom yeah i'm tan mom you know doing that mouth but when selena when she was like baby leaving is not an option for me right now i was like oh this is my kind of drag race i love this moment i love this and ener- this emotional moment in an episode mm. because then it's like you get that kind of like the crying talking head and then you get this performance and it just makes such a nice little sandwich you know absolutely that reveal center with my skirt on the ground i it was just and then she does like the flip cartwheel and then humps the ground it was just like, okay, you better work. She was just stomping around that stage like she was the expert. Flowers to Amethyst, though, because Amethyst did really well. Amethyst was great. Mm-hmm. They had the double jump split moment. Um, if I'm going to take away points from Amethyst, she didn't do the desk can at the end. It was all Selena at the end, and Amethyst was just singing the regular hook. I could, I saw that happening. You know, I do want to just go back to that reveal because I feel like while physically it was just, well, you know, she just took off her dress. It's like, no, she dropped her skirt. And then you, re- then you realized a second later that it's incorporated into the lyrics of the fucking song. And she showed you why. And I was like, nobody does that. Nobody thinks about how the reveal ties to the song. And nobody thinks about it a second beforehand. That was uh. so fucking smart. And I wanted a cut to RuPaul clapping and laughing because I was like, that was so fucking smart. Maybe one of my, I know this is hyperbolic and and there's a recency here, but one of my favorite reveals in terms of how it tied into the song. Oh, oh, by far, by far. That's like right up there with uh, Carmen from uh, Spain. Carmen from, yes, uh, Carmen Ferrala. What did she do? Carmen Ferrala in the finale when she does the, her hair is wet, uh-huh. right? She's singing a lyric about being in the rain. Right, right. Where there's like really like a full connection and it's not just like, here's the beat drop. This is when I'm going to like reveal my shirt, my skirt. Or exactly. Whatever, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, whatever that like that crying pound on the floor baby move is, that'll always uh-huh. get you a win, you know. Yeah, Mary's out there. Do you know the name of that move? Someone Does told know us the name of that move, and I forgot. But yeah, it's it's when you're the crying toddler on the floor, but you're also like a sexy baby. Yeah, <laughs> sexy baby Taylor Swift. Yeah, sexy baby. Exactly. Uh, she references uh, sexy baby and antihero. Um, is that a song? a song? It is a song. Antihero. Yeah. You know, I am. Um, I... Hi, it's me. Oh, I'm the problem. It's me. Is that 
it, it, we can talk about this in nuance, but we, we, I'm so sad that we have not talked about Jan taking the moment with the whole George Santos thing. When <gasps> somebody posted Jan Sport, Jan Six, then it was George Santos in drag. And oh then she, my she made god! That, that TikTok where she was dressed up as as Katara or whatever, and plays that. It, I'm not. I'm describing oh, it terribly. It was so funny, and I was like, brilliant, Jan. Oh my god, she's having a Janaissance right now. I, I, I mean. Also, the joke of calling George Santos in drag Jan Sixth is Jan Sixth, yeah, genius. But um, oh, Jan Sixth, that's so smart. Yeah, I love that Jan Sport, Jan Sixth. I love oh, that. God, oh my God! Like the layers of that joke. It's so good. It's just you know I hate Twitter. Six, but also everyone... like the even even just like calling someone a six, mm-hmm. let alone Jan Six, right? Yeah, yeah, just a six. So brilliant. Yeah. She's a six. <laughs> Well, uh, it's like the Devil Wears Prada. She's a six. You know, it's like, uh, what is, wait, wait, what does Stanley Tucci say? Stanley Tucci says, uh, uh, doesn't she, doesn't he call her six? Uh, oh, yes. That's what I'm hearing is like, you know, keep up six or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah six. Anyway, uh, we have a really kind of comedic moment with Amethyst, Amethyst at the end, wondering if RuPaul's going to pull a Candy Muse. Oh, Candy, Candy. <laughs> I'm going to go now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So I also like, I feel like there is a small short list of queens who cry on their way to the safe zone after winning a lip sync or being safe. Mm. I think Mo Hart is a lovely example of this. She's a queen of crying on the way to the safe zone. Oh, sure. Sure. That's probably yeah. happened multiple times. Yeah. Maybe we, we probably captured some of it in our safe zone drama episodes yeah. on Patreon. For sure. Uh, I guess the last thing I want to talk about um, unless you have other things, one of my last things that I want to talk about is Sasha Colby putting her godlike hand on Selena's heart in Untucked. Oh, I mean, this is what winners do because Sasha Valore did the <gasps> same thing to a queen on her season. I can't remember who it was. Oh so God. this is a Sasha power move. <laughs> this is what Sasha's do. This is what Sasha's do. Yeah. Yeah. We should post it on Instagram with like a side by side. This is what Sasha's do. <laughs> just, Sasha's being Sasha. Just Sasha. Sasha. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sasha. Sasha-ing away. <laughs> Sasha's gonna Sasha. Yeah. yeah. Um, Sasha, Sasha Colby. Sasha sorry. Colby. Da 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 da. Yes. Uh, this moment was so wonderful. Uh, it might have been a little performative, but it was still so beautiful because you know you knew that they were friends. You knew that they knew each other, and this was kind of like a. Hey, I need to talk to you. Well, and it's just I I love seeing. I think this has kind of been our also our Sasha, our Sasha, our Sasha Kelby, our Sasha Colby fantasy of her being this like pep talking mom in the workroom mm. and an untucked, and she has delivered that multiple times. And I thought this one it was it was so exciting to see like Sasha in her full Colby you know mother state where she was like use it use it and i was like oh my god yeah, use i'm it. gonna use it i'm gonna use you yeah you got use it. it i'm gonna use it sasha you know that's what i tell tops use it use it use it use it yeah use it put that hand on my mouth use it no <laughs> use it and then later and then later <laughs> uh <laughs> use it again <laughs> yeah think that feel that breathe that and then later rim it yeah <laughs> And get the shit out of it. Yeah, yeah. Fuck the shit out of it. Yeah. (laughs) 
Uh, not anyway, of course, yeah, <laughs> not literally. Yes, uh, yes, yeah, Sasha. That moment was uh, enough to watch, uh, enough reason to watch Untucked. But obviously, Janelle, Janelle Monet um, being an important part of it. Um, you know, uh, giving lovely advice, being a, a really interesting energy in the room. Yeah, uh, I I agree. Uh, I think yeah, Untucked this week is a is a recommend. I would say my BSAs this week. I mean, I, of course, I'm going to give a BSA to Janelle Monae. I can't, I can't not. Mm. I thought that she, you know, pink news, and I agree. I, I see what you're saying about Jax. I, I wrote down that she made the reference. I love it. I am going since since you're already addressing her as a BSA. I'm going to give another BSA to Izzy Brooks, the uh. mistress herself. I just think that overall, mistress is one of the queens who is calmly and confidently in this edit, stealing the entire season. Uh huh. Like yeah. just is such a, and I know that there are some shitty fans out there who are like trying to get her Instagram oh, account suspended, but they're, but garbage people are garbage people. Um, I don't trust them anyway, but I feel like what I'm seeing is like, oh, this is a good energy on TV. Yeah. It's a great energy on TV because it's nicely balanced. It's understandable. It's human. And I, she is contributing so much to this season's success. Mary, I just had a thought. We've already gotten the sugar and spice lip sync. Is Mistress going to have to send her her new daughter home? Are we going to get a Mistress and sugar lip sync? The Mistress? The Mistress. I don't know. And Spice, excuse me, Spice, you know. The Mistress and Spice. I'm not sure. I don't know. know. Spice Brooks. Oh my God, Spice Brooks. I love that. Spice poor Sugar Brooks yeah. and Spice Brooks. Yeah, Sugar Brooks. Sugar uh, Brooks. <laughs> Sugar Brooks. That's fabulous. Yeah, Sugar Brooks. Yeah. What's up, Sugar Brooks? Yeah, yeah what's up, Sugar Brooks? That's yeah. great. That's great. That's great. Uh, where's that clip? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, that's the upside of her adopting those kids, you know, and being the, the man in the boxcar children is that they get to be. The Brooks twins, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, the Brooks twins, Brooksies. Yeah, the yeah. Brooksies, yeah. Is that what Mistress's fans are called, Brooksies? Um, I don't know what her, I feel like maybe she calls them her bells, you know. Oh, her bells, Sasha Bell. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Anyway, Marys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for going on this journey with us. You can reach out to us if you have any thoughts on Instagram at allrightmarypod. You can email us at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com or you can find us on the web and play bingo along with us at www.allrightmary.com. And if you want, I'm on Instagram at Johnny also. And you can hear even more of me on my other podcast, The Best Supporting Podcast, queening out on best supporting actresses. And you can find me on Instagram at Colin underscore. And of course, you can find more of both of us on Patreon, including Nuance, the All Right Mary After Show, where the conversation continues uh, at patreon.com slash All Right Mary. All Right Mary. Mary, what is our last chance lip sync of the week? Well, I figured it was appropriate as uh, one of our, as Michelle calls them, Connecticutans, uh, goes back to her home state that why don't we just keep it on the nose and it's Connecticut by Bing Crosby and Judy Gollin. Oh my God. All right, Marys, we will see you very, very soon. Party, party, tutsies. I'd be so happy if I were there. No matter where I chance to be, 
Connecticut is the place for me. Miss every lake, miss every hill, even in dreams I think of them still. And when you see them, you'll agree, Connecticut is the place to be.